Welcome to We Slay Things Campaign 2. I'm Alyssa, and I play Cal. I'm a Taboxi Renegade. I'm Thomas, and I play Darby, the Leonin Merchant and Chef Extraordinaire. I'm Amy, and I play Kit, a Changeling Bard Rogue. My name is Jason, and I play Old Crazy Man Pickett, but you can call me Jason. Hi, I'm Andrew, and I play Omega, a Warforged Necromancer. Hello, my name is Amber, and I play the lovable halfling ranger Toby Hobb. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm the Dungeon Master. I create the scenarios and play all of the NPCs. Alright, so the Breakfast Club, aka the crew of the Scorpion, have been engaged by major miners to escort three geologists and jewel experts into this mysterious cavern. When you all entered there, you discovered a city of drow, dark elves living below the surface, and you all were taken to parlay with the head of the drow temple, uh, a, a woman known as Cersei. You all were having a pretty good little chat, and then Omega decided to mention the plundering. And in do- so doing, Cersei summoned a quasit, a small demon, uh, and has jumped off into the middle of an attack. Cal, you are going to get a surprise round. Unbeknownst to the rest of you, Cal is hidden just outside of this chamber you all are in. Uh, You are in this chamber. There is Cersei, the drow mage, and her apprentice wizard, uh, known to you all only as Maggot. And now a quasit, a small demon, has entered the battlefield. And you all are about to be under attack. It is a tiny creature. Okay, so it's just a oh, it's just a little guy. You all have just seen this closet pop into existence, and it looks gleefully angry. Cal, you have the drop. No one is even aware that you that are even there. Here. But you see Cersei. You see uh, a very quavering hand of an apprentice wizard, and this tiny demon has popped up. So I want to take out. The little apprentice wizard's kneecap. Okay. Fire away. Okay. A demon appears and then a shot fires. Yeah. I'm not going to appear, but I am going to yell, all right, everyone, you're surrounded. You turn and you do indeed hit Maggot in the kneecap. I do. And Maggot goes down like a, a lead balloon. Yeah. Just splat. Yeah. Uh, and then you like, kind of duck around the yeah. corner doing that like cop thing. Yeah, absolutely that. You have definitely confused the situation. Okay. Cersei is definitely surprised by this surprise round. Okay, good. Uh, her apprentice is lying in what appears to be a growing pool of blood. Next up is old crazy man Pickett. Actually, I'm going to do an insight check on Cersei to kind of figure out how wise they think she is. So 22. 22. Uh, Most mages are based more in intelligence than wisdom. Probably not her strongest suit. In that case, I will cast Suggestion on her. She's not going to make it. What are you suggesting? So I suggest she... And it's... She, uh says to everybody, bitch, be cool. 
let's see. Next up is a failed day saving throw for Maggot. Cal, you're up. Again, I want to be, I want to remain concealed, but yell, put the little, little evil one away and we can talk or else you're going to get it. Well, once he's summoned, um, he sort of has a mind of his own. Oh, well, can't you just, okay, you can't call him off. Not for 10 minutes. All right. All right, well, I guess we're gonna have to kill him. Me and all me, me, me mates here. Closet, be cool. No, no, he's not. He's okay. an asshole. Okay. Well, then I'm gonna have to kill him so that we can talk. Fire away. Okay, firing away. 13, oh, plus seven. Yes, yeah, okay, that yeah. definitely Okay, is. 10. Cow, dead eye cow. Dead eye cow. Rolls around the corner. Fires at the closet. Poof! Down goes closet. Does that creature have a soul? Uh, I'll say yes. Omega will suck it into his soul. On your turn, I'll let you do an arcana check. With that, Cersei shakes her head. And old crazy man Piggott, you see now that both of her battlefield allies have been dropped, she has shaken off the suggestion and she turns invisible. Toby. What the hell? <laughs> I mean, we're trying to talk to you and then you just like have a hissy fit and call your friends or your little demons. I mean, what the hell? We're just trying to be like friendly and you know, I didn't have to keep Sando by my side. I could have had him go, like, menace you, but I didn't. Yes, why, why don't I just allow you all in to pillage the entire city? Yes, perfect argument. Omega doesn't speak for us. I'm just letting you know. Roll me persuasion check. 16. You feel like you've made a pretty good case, though you're not entirely convinced it was successful. Okay. Um, I will cast Healing Word on Maggot. Oh, thank you. Yes. All right. Maggot looks remarkably close <laughs> to how they did look, although she does appear to be holding her knee where the uh, the bullet. I, I hope that you will take that as a our a sign of our intentions. our intentions. We're not here to to fight, and we don't want to pillage. Omega, roll me, and we'll call it a Arcana check. That would be a 17. 17 is exactly what you needed to get as you suck down this tiny fiend soul. Ugh. Oh, insignificant. Thank you. We'll call that a bonus action. Is there anything you want to do with your action? I will call out and say, Cersei, it appears that your little tricks have failed. Please, may we continue our conversation without hostilities? I have my soul. Roll me a persuasion check, and unfortunately you get disadvantage. You stupid (laughs) cunt. I got that one. Of fucking course. Since I hate you. <laughs> Jesus. You you hear from where you're not quite sure. As if saving my apprentice is yeah. going to convince me. Yeah. I do not care about your apprentice. Are there other hostile figures around? Uh, you could do an investigation check. Uh, the rest of your party, maybe. <laughs> I got a 17. 
You do notice that one of the, the tapestries over in the corner appears to be slightly bent. Uh, and you suspect that may be where uh, Cersei is currently posting up. I will look in her direction, raise my hand, and issue forth a scorching ray. All right. Fire away. The first one's a 14. Uh, miss. Oh, that's worse. That is a natural 20. All right. That is going to hit. You see a shimmer as a shield spell comes up, but it actually passes through that and is going to hit her. Uh, go ahead and roll damage. That would be an eight damage. Eight damage. The invisibility has now dropped. Kit. Yes, I'd like to go up to her and I, I say, as I turn into a copy of her, I put my arm around her and I say, come, wouldn't you rather be a guide to us than die in this cave today? Perhaps we can make an arrangement if you work with us. Roll me a persuasion check. Fifteen. Fifteen? She still seems fairly unconvinced. Let me tell you something. One of my primary roles is to protect the underground from outsiders like yourselves. I'm not eager to let you walk around and see what you all can pilfer from the bowels of the earth. Is it worth your life? Is it really something worth dying for? Because I will kill you. If you do not kill me and I let you through, the Great One shall do much worse. I mean, I suppose that's your call there. And then can I stab her with my rapier? The dirty 20? Uh, hits. Uh, seven. Seven. Easy math for me. And my offhand attack. Short sword. Ugh, that's only an eight. Ah, uh, that one misses. Uh, the, the the rapier she doesn't see coming. You stab her in the side pretty good. Uh, the other one you you swing, but she has already pivoted round. Darby. Oh wait, I'd like to inspire Darby. I I definitely do some kind of death dance as I'm stabbing her. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's sort sort of a fan dance, uh, dance of the seven veils with daggers. Yeah, uh, that's why I missed with the other one. I got a little bit too exuberant. Miss Cersei. This is your last chance. Before this escalates any further, I guarantee this is going to end in a regretful place. Please, let us talk on a civilized level. We have no desire to raid the underground of its, of its precious materials. That would be something that our, our guests wish. We do not. All right. Uh, roll me a persuasion check. 28. You see a long... Long pause as Cersei is sort of imperceptibly calculating all the ins and outs of this scenario. She glances around. She sees the six of you. She sees the writing on the wall. She knows that there are six attackers. All she's got on hand is a rather pathetic apprentice who has so far managed to get shot and moan. And says, fine. I will extend a hand to, to Cersei. Uh, and I will cast a healing word upon her. Uh, but I will also beckon for my robotic assistant Arbuckle, the walking treasure chest to trundle over. And I will extend a hand and it will pop open. And a, a bottle of very expensive wine will slowly raise out. And, and however many glasses, I guess, seven, eight, 
Eight for one for everyone. A small one for Maggot. We are here to to facilitate better understanding between our people and perhaps create a level of understanding that allows us to work together. Cersei sniffs the wine, kind of nods, pleased with the uh, the scent of it, and takes a sip. Maggot looks like is is this, oh, and, and she's just sort of fine, whatever. And, and Maggot like slurps it down, like Aww. no class, like a shot. Oh, Maggot, you're like school in the summertime. <laughs> <laughs> we drow have no need for companions from the surface. We're not interested in business or trade. We're, I have no problem letting you go. Unbeknownst to you, perhaps, this planet has become one of great interest to the powers that be. There will only be more and more and more settlers on the surface. And that means more eventually will become interested, as our friends, our elven friends over here did, about what lays underneath. We can be your representatives on the surface. We can help you out to maintain the status quo and to make sure that your boundaries are respected. She sits a moment, sips the wine, gives gives another nod. Like she she starts to say something and then like takes another sip and goes, this is actually quite delicious. Consider it a gift. There are five more bottles awaiting you. I cannot give you what you ask for, but I can have... Our temple guard escort you deeper in to speak with the great one, Thessalus. I would be honored for that level of commitment. We appreciate your offer and thank you kindly. She picks up a little bell and gives it a tinkle. A couple of the acolytes come in. She speaks to them in undercommon and they turn and leave. And she turns back to you all and says, once you leave this city... I could promise you no further protection. And we would not demand it of you, would we, friends? No, take care of ourselves. We appreciate the the gift of passage. Indeed. Your old friend Arikna, the uh, drow elite warrior, comes in and says, Ah, so you've survived. Well done. Very few go to speak with Cersei and uh, get to walk out free. Yes, it wasn't very hard. I'd like to see what happens when I stick my pan flute into Omega's face hole. Yeah! Oh, I do not have a face hole. Uh, Omega, just for shits and giggles, run, roll me a performance check. That would be a nine. Perfect, yeah. The uh, the vibrations from your audio hall make just a, a really kind of pathetic flute noise. <laughs> <laughs> Solution for Omega's talking problem. <laughs> As you all are leaving, you see Cersei, you know, really doing one of these facepalm maneuvers, just not happy with how things went. And uh, even with your passive perception, you all can hear like the second you leave the room with Arikna, Cersei just begins chewing out everyone in sight. Acolytes, Maggot is definitely taking plenty of abuse. Out of all of this, I mean, it was uh, almost dead. It, it was this went from enca- violent encounter to uh slaughter real quick and not in the way she had intended. Kyle's polishing his claws on his coat, just uh, 
I I can't imagine that going any better than it actually did. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. As y'all are walking past, you notice that earlier people were like kind of stealing glances at you all. They appear to be outright staring now. Yeah, get an eyeful. I will look at one of the individuals and say, "Hey, my eyes are up here, buddy." <laughs> Omega, as as you say that, the uh, the person looks around and leans in and says. No one's ever stood up to her before. No one has ever stood up to that before. They've all ended up dead. What's that tell you? If you were to stand up to her, there would be the outcome of two. One is that I would be able to harvest many souls. Or perhaps just one. Because I think you know what to do. I wish you the best of luck. And, and, and this, this, this person turns and, again, yeah, scurries right away from you all, glancing over their shoulders at every turn. Hey, Murderbot, I, I kind of appreciate what you was trying to do there, but revolution only comes from the barrel of a gun. I am well aware. Clearly, the only true outcome is thousands of souls. <laughs> oh, you're just, you're just a glutton, ain't you? It would be a harvest to remember. <laughs> gotta, gotta watch those neutral evil characters. Write it down into Fulmer's Almanac. I would love to look for a merchant or something similar. Roll me an investigation check. I rolled a natural 19 for a total of 23. Uh, you do find a couple of vendors as you all are moving through the street. Uh, there's not a lot, but you do see a couple of fairly basic shops, bakery, the brewery. Is there anyone that looks like a little bit more disreputable? You do see one particular individual kind of in a dark alley, heavily hooded. It's, it's hard to discern much of anything other than just like kind of the tip of the nose. Omega, make a distraction over that way for a little bit. Go and incite your revolution or something. I want to talk to this individual a little, with a little bit of uh, privacy. Hello, everybody in the crowd. Would you like everlasting life? Come this way and I will guarantee that you will live forever. I would like to approach this individual while, while the distraction is going on. Excuse me, you look like... Uh, a person of fine intellect and interest in the merchant arts. I've been known to dabble in markets, yes. How would you appreciate a line of commerce with the seat, with the surface? It has never really been a possibility down here. It looks like the opportunity might have opened up. We are not from down here, clearly. Clearly. Let us talk for a moment. I think I could arrange the opportunity to obtain goods from the surface that you may be interested in. All it would take is, you know, some level of cooperation, of course. What did you have in mind? Oh, we are, we are curious about what does this city produce? What, what, is, what do you export? What do you have? It seems like you give a lot of your valuable items to... A, a greater creature? It is what they demand. But well, I do a fine business in um, intoxicants. The implication you get is that they have access to 
a fair number of things. I have, I've also been known to dabble in misplaced goods. Hmm. Wonderful. I'll hand him an, an encoded card or something with my contact information. I will be available to organize the uh, perhaps to exchange goods or, 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 you know, whatever it is you might need from the surface. I'm intrigued by your offer. You might call me Lana. So, hey, I'm curious. What? So you can like physically handle souls, right? How does that work? What are they made of? I've, I've just kind of thought they were an abstract concept. What is it? What are they? They are an arcane concept. Okay. Tell me more. You have to understand through years and years and decades and even lifetimes of study. Only then you will understand how to manipulate and identify souls. Oh, so I think what he's trying to say, uh, Oldie, uh, like everything is energy, right? And if we're all energy and a soul is energy, you can claim any amount of energy, yeah? Right, but are the stars souls? Is that, I mean, can you just get a mix? I mean, we're all made of star stuff, right? Even our souls, as he says. It doesn't work anything like that. Can we prove that this rock don't have consciousness and Cal points at the rock? We cannot prove that it doesn't. I just want to say we can't prove a negative like that. I can attest that some incredibly naive and stupid mage has attempted to take the souls from rocks, but came to no result. As you point at that rock, it almost seems to move. Uh-oh. Did anyone else see that? I, I, I'm not that drunk under hooch. Wait, so, so I have another question. There's a, moving, there's a moving rock, apparently. Someone's having a behavior of crisis. Let, let's let's get back to the metaphysical conversation later. Something's up with this rock. Cal, you poke, and, and where the rock was, it's sort of like crushed, disturbed earth there now. Something's fishy. I think we's under attack. Everyone defend themselves. So anyway, I started blasting. I would, I would say at this point, you've been dropped off outside the city. Arikna has gone back uh, and you are moving deeper into the caverns at this point. Toby uh, is eating one of the um, the rolls that she stole uh, <laughs> like two or three weeks ago. She kind of t- tore it up and made it kind of like little croutons. So just like eating those and like just entertained. I mean, you appear to be hallucinating. Have you been drinking your H2O? I don't know what that is, man. That is water. I mean, sometimes I laugh it out of a bowl, but uh, I prefer milk. I just did an investigation check and got a nat 20 for the rock. What what you see, Cal does seem to be right that the earth appears to have been disturbed in that area fairly recently. If you and Cal would like to, you could roll a nature check. Cal, you have... On a couple of occasions, run across Earth elementals. Oh, that seems so unlikely, but yeah. Uh, but but the dice don't lie. Hey, everyone, I think it's an elemental. Is this thing stalking us? Cal, perhaps we should let this one go and not attack it. I'm not the one that causes problems here, right? I'm just I'm the one with the solutions. But yeah, like let, yeah, let's blame the kitty. Right, the solution is not to attack. I'm not, I, I'm not attacking. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. 
Good, man. I just want to make sure that you were not planning on attacking. No, I'm not usually the one that puts my big mouth in it. Yeah. I do not know what you are referring yeah, to. Yeah, no, I'm sure you don't. Can we be stealthy? Uh, yes, bro. A stealthy. Yeah, check. we're stealthy. Everyone. Y'all feel like you're being pretty stealthy. That doesn't keep you from stumbling across rocks, and y'all aren't exactly terribly quiet all the time. But you're 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 moving through largely quietly. I want to I want to go to Desmond and I want to say. So you know that it's a good thing that we made it out of that alive, right? Like, oh yes, you're gonna watch your p's and q's, right? Oh, you know, I've I've not done anything. No, I'm just I'm just afraid that. Like, we was bodyguards, and we did protect them from getting slaughtered. Oh, yes. Yeah. So what? So what's the plan, then? Mainly survival. Uh, we, we do need to find something to, you know, pay for this expedition, because our payment for you all is dependent on finding something. What about, so you own a mining company, yeah. but you're just being lazy and using the caverns. Why not just mine and try to find ores somewhere where these people isn't. This is a, a new source for planetary mining. Okay. This is... And you, you know, can't just mine somewhere else. Uh, we're, we're leveraged pretty tightly, everyone, where else. We're, we're hoping to, to make a breakthrough in this market. Didn't realize that there were so many hostels down here. Our plans are sort of nebulous at the moment. The threats of whatever this great one is... So I guess we got to find a great one and kill it. Well, I, I don't know about killing. Well, I mean, okay, like negotiate with it strongly. Um, that that would be preferable. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. Now I see. Now I got the thread of the plot. So, <laughs> as Cal is taking a couple of steps away to to clear his head, Cal, you notice that the entrance in front of you seems to be filling up. Yeah. The rest of you notice the passage behind you is also appearing to be closing in, as you all now have elementals on either side. Mm. Old crazy man Pickett, you're up. Good mm. news, they're very slow. Well, when in doubt, use suggestion. So I send suggestion to the one that is blocking the entrance. Move aside, I mean, you know, harm. Well, yeah, just say move aside and let us leave. Which <laughs> be cool. As far as you can tell, the creature is frozen for the moment. Now, I pull out my pistol and I blast over its shoulder. So roll me an intimidation check. 22. You notice it takes a half step back from you. Okay. Then I want to do a universal, this, like, get out of the way gesture. No effect yet. Okay. Oh, guys, I don't know what to do with this. Get get out of the way, or next time it's in your kneecaps. Toby. I want to cast a cantrip, thaumaturgy. I want to do a harmless tremors in the ground for one minute. All right, you guys need to move. Down. Roman intimidation check. 15. No obvious effect for the moment. Can Sando squeeze past? It would require an athletics check. Okay, I'm going to 10. Does a 22 hit? Uh, oh, yeah. 16 points of bludgeoning damage. Well, that got us the answer we need. Omega. I will look around and say, it appears that we are under attack, everybody. Would you all agree? I mean, yeah, I guess so. Go ahead. 
Mega, yeah. do your thing. I uh, will attempt to do a Wither and Bloom at second level. Each creature of your choice in that area must make a Constitution saving throw. That would be a 13, which probably isn't going to do it. That, I uh, know it is not. That would be an 8. It does have an effect. And I will laugh and say, ha, 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 your soul is going to be mine. Kit, you are the only one who passed the stealth check, so uh, I will give you advantage if you want to uh, drop an attack. I'd like to cast Crown of Madness. That'll be a 16? Ah, I should have done my bardic inspiration. I'll tell you what, I'll roll it at disadvantage because you were stealthed. That's a four now. (laughs) Yay! He's charmed, so I'm going to ask him to melee attack his friend. (laughs) It it appears to start slinking down into the earth, preparing to move on its turn. I will turn around and I will step in front of my elven uh, compatriots to make sure they're well and truly blocked from sight by my enormous girth. And I will pull a small wheel of cheese out from Arbuckle and I will will start spinning it in my hand and fling it and blast the the one non-charmed elemental. A magical fondue fountain. It must make a dex save. 11? My save is only 13. Uh, Five fire damage, and it is caught in difficult terrain. Take that! Omega, you are standing near the back of the party, uh, going to have a couple of attempted slam attacks. Miss, and a dirty 20. Yes, clearly. As this uh, burning elemental is struggling forward, it swipes at you and misses. It brings another slam attack and it hits you for 15 bludgeoning damage. Ow. The other one burrows into the earth, moves up, and attempts to attack his companion. The first one with advantage, which is going to hit 16 damage. The second one doesn't get advantage because now this thing is very aware its companion is after it. 11 won't do it. Good news, the path forward has opened up. Bad news, there are still two Earth Elementals. So the bad news is it's not charmed anymore. Old Crazy Man Pickett. I will aim a a Shatter spell. The first one will be a 17. Second one gets 18. Yeah, it's 14 is my DC, so... Yeah. But they still get half damage. 12 damage, well, 6 damage, I guess. I want to inspire Omega. All right. That's a great idea. (laughs) Yeah. All right, Omega, you get to add. It's a D6. Roll me. I'll I'll give you Insight or Arcana. Okay. Only a 10. Only a 10. What you put together in sort of the heat of combat, in asking the creature to move aside and let you all pass, it would be doing something explicitly against its orders, which is the only reason that spell ultimately is it having the desired effect? Cal. Cal comes out blasting. I got me laser rifle. All right. <laughs> yep. I mean, I guess the one on the left. What's going to hit? Okay, good. So 37. Yeah. Cal pops one off with the laser rifle and it stings this creature. A big old chunk of earth sloughs off of this it's still looking you know dangerous but it's looking considerably less dangerous than it was a second ago so i want to try to get the the same one again 
Uh, not as good. Uh, 17. Just hits. Hey! 17. Another 17. Second one, not quite as good, but this thing is definitely pretty seriously injured now. Okay. Toby. I think I'm going to just try to hit one of them with my longbow. 15. 15, unfortunately, misses. If you want Sando to take a shot at them, it has enough movement. He'll run to the one on the right, try to bite the guy's leg, or the elemental's leg. Yeah, misses. Bummer. Omega. Well, in that case, I will just turn to the one that's closest to me, and I will attempt to shoot it with ray volcano energy to inflict wounds. Ooh, nice. That would be a 23. That would be 28 damage. Necrotic. Quite necrotic. Quite necrotic. It's not quite muddy yet, but it's a lot closer than it was a second ago. Kit. I would like to attack that one so I can add sneak attack. I'm going to use my rapier. All right. A 23. Oh, yeah, that hits. Five. So 11. Yeah, that, that hits. That does a bit of damage. I think with my bonus action, I will use a non-magical short sword backhand attack. I only got a 17. That does hit. Three, so it did like one damage. <laughs> hey, every little bit helps. Darby. Well, you enjoyed the cheese. Let's follow it up with a, a lighter snack. I will pull a cob of corn out. Okay, I think I can hit both of them with a popping blast. That's a natural 20. That's a 17. They both save. Boo. Uh, I rolled a five damage, so I'm guessing they take two. Well, (laughs) that was everything I've got. (laughs) (laughs) It is now their turn. The one that was engaged with you, Omega going to swing that's going to be a hit that probably won't that's going to do 12 bludgeoning damage ouch second one's a 13 which i assume misses that misses it's engaged with sando so it's going to swing at it eight which is not going to do it that's worse that's a seven it misses this dragon creature twice football wow old crazy man picket I am going to cast Fairy Fire on these fine things. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Ah, yeah, they are enhanced with light. Let's see. Sando and Omega, you must also make dexterity saving throws. Uh, Omega, you're lit up like a fucking Christmas tree. Oh, crazy man. Pick it. Go. <laughs> yourself. <laughs> I can do another Bardic Inspiration, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll say kids. Count. Yeah. So I'm going to do laser rifle again. Uh, the one that's, I think it's on the left, it's still looking yep. pretty rough. That unfortunately is a miss. Yeah, okay. So and you've already done your action, Serge. Yeah. Toby. Guess I'll pull up my laser pistol and try to shoot the one on the left. Fire away and then mark off that ammunition. 19. Oh, yeah, that's going. 25. 25 to hit. 16. Looking very, very, very rough. Uh, Sando is engaged with the other one, if you want to take a crack at it. He's going to bite. 18. 18. Hit. That's only four damage. Omega. 
I will attempt to inflict wounds again. That would be a dirty 20. I hit. Go ahead and roll damage, but, uh... That would be a 12. Yeah, that is more than enough. As you reach your spell hole out and make contact with this thing, and it turns to dust right in front of you, and... Uh, no soul, unfortunately. Cal, these things have no souls. Okay. I guess we learned a valuable lesson, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> we all laugh in the episode. <laughs> Too many cooks, the problem is you. Too small a kitchen, you can't prepare food. Oh, really good. Yeah. I'm just going to use my rapier again. I got to 21. 21 hits. 23. Anything else? Gonna do my backhanded attack. 17? Uh, just hits, yeah. A five total. This thing is starting to look pretty rough. Darby. Would you like a healing potion? I could. I am technically down 19 points. Arbuckle, a healing potion me. And he'll shoot it into my hand like a cool, a f- refreshing drink. <laughs> and I'll crack it open and pour it down your throat. The elemental is going to swat at Kit 14, which I don't think is going to cut it, and that's much worse. Next up is old Crazy Man Pickett. There's one left, and it's looking pretty, pretty ragged. I want to cast the Austin Splash. Oh, yeah. 24. Oh, yeah, big hit. Six damage. Nice. Yeah, so I'm not going to waste any of my my rifle. I'm close enough to use the pistol, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's good. That will hit. That hits, yeah. Right. Toby. Yeah, I'll shoot it with my laser pistol again. 15. No, it's not going to. 15 misses, unfortunately. Sando gets advantage, though. Sando's going to try to bite. 24. Uh, 5. <laughs> Omega. I will attempt to inflict more wounds. All right, you get advantage on this. That would be a 19. That hits. That would be 20 damage. You reach out, put your spell hole on this creature, and you reduce it to dust as well. Still no soul. And thus ends the combat. As, as y'all emerge from this fight, Kit and Omega and Sando make their way through the drying cheese. As, as you're doing this, Desmond and Bajwa and Rainy are like, um... Uh, could could we maybe set up a camp somewhere? I, I'm not sure we want to go much deeper until we've had a chance to rest. Yeah, let's rest. And since uh, so Murderbot don't need sleep, Omega can do watch. I will go into a conscious rest. Does that mean you're going to watch our back while we sleep? I will keep watch. Okay. Oh, oh it's so good. So y'all, y'all set up a camp? And get some rest, just because I think it will help next week. Y'all can go ahead and level up to level five. You've been listening to We Slay Things. This episode, edited by Andrew Gabor. Music created by Nicholas B. Morris, our esteemed GM. Like our podcast and want to help support it? Toss a coin to your DM at ko-fi.com slash weslaythings. Visit weslaythings.com for more.